Thank you, Misty Copeland, for joining us. American Ballet Theater's first African-American principal ballerina, and now author of her latest book, The Wind at My Back, Resilience, Grace, and Other Gifts from My Mentor, Raven Wilkinson. Misty, thank you so much for joining us on WLIWFM here at the East Hampton Library's Authors' Night. So tell me about Raven Wilkinson and about your latest book. Uh, you know, um, this is my eighth book. <laughs> And it's pretty wild to, to say that at 40 years old that I'd even be writing books as a ballerina. Um, you know, it's, it's such an important part of um, ballet, the tradition, the history, um, you, you know, what it means to carry on a legacy. So as a black woman, so much of our history and our legacy is not documented as a part of the classical ballet history. So when I met Raven Wilkinson, um, and, I, and I heard her story and the impact she had on so many people, but as a black woman dancing in the 1950s with, with the ballet company of its time, the Ballet Russe de Monte Carlo, she was a soloist in the company, the first and only black woman to dance in the company. Um, and then meeting her in person and the impact that she had on me and my career as a mentor, as someone who was guiding me, setting an example, I just felt like it was so important not only for people to know about her history and where she came from and what she did in her career, but the impact she had on me and so many others um, that she mentored, whether she chose to or, or she just had a huge impact on um, their lives. Um, I just think it's an important thing for us to document you know that I am not the first to do this. I am the first principal ballerina at American Ballet Theater, but I am not the first to step into this world as a black person or as a black woman. I stand on the shoulders of so many, and she's one of the most important in my life. So what did you learn from her about mentoring? Because you also are a mentor now yourself. I mean, it's really about setting an example. It's about, you know, doing the work yourself and showing that um, it's possible to walk in the path that she has. Not that I have to follow exactly what she's done, but that it's possible. If she could do what she did in the time that she did it, I absolutely can persevere and have the career that I've had. And, um, and that's why it's so important, I think, to lead by example. There are some tough things that she went through and you've gone through. Where, tell us a little bit about some of those challenges and was that hard to write about? It was extremely emotional to write about not only her history and the history of ballet and how elite and white it is, um, but at the time I was pregnant. <laughs> so that kind of, you know, made, it made everything even more, um, more emotional. But um, Raven danced in a time, you know, during segregation and, and Jim Crow, and she was touring through the South with the company, um, and she dealt with a lot of um, hate, you know, her life was being threatened by the KKK. Uh, they ev eventually she had to leave the company, and she moved to Europe to dance, where which a lot of black artists did in that time, moved to Europe where they felt that they would be more appreciated or safer. Um, so she dealt with a lot. She came back to New York City later on in her career um, and was on stage until um, she was in her 70s, um, not dancing classical ballet, but a part of the opera and doing character character roles, um, but her career to me is legendary and everyone needs to know about it. And it sounds like without her, 
we might not have had Ms. D. Copeland. I 100% believe that, you know, that the impact that she had on me allowed me to understand and believe that what I'm doing is so much bigger than me. And it's about all of us as a collective, as a community, but also showing beyond the black community that it's important for us to be a part of this world that dances for everyone, art is for everyone, and it's a unifying, it's a language that's for everyone and it should bring us together. Well, before we wrap up talking about your book, I have to talk to you about the new program that you're one of the hosts of that is brought to you public television stations by the WNET group, which is the parent of WLIWFM, PBS Arts Talks. Yes. So excited. It's going to be premiering in September. People can already see it's streaming on PBS.org. Yes. But tell me a little bit about the interviews that you conducted and the program. Yeah, it's, it's really an honor to be a part of... Um, to be a part of a program like this and a part of PBS, which has been such a big part of my life from a young age and that I think is so vital for for so many reasons, um, but to, to be able to interview people that I admire, that have had an impact on culture, on the arts, on dance, um, Nathaniel Mary Quinn, who's a close friend of mine and created a piece of artwork for me and my husband in our home is just I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and to be able to um, connect with him and, and find the commonalities in our own experiences as black artists um, in America, um, I, you know, it's just, it's really special to sit down as an artist and have that kind of conversation. And then, of course, the legend Twyla Tharp, um, you know, someone that I've worked with since I was 16 years old. Um, so we've had a long journey together. And so to kind of sit back and, you know, Twyla's been interviewed a million times, so I wasn't trying to, you know, reinvent the wheel, but just really share what it is to be an artist um, who has worked with someone like her and to kind of get her perspective on what it is to work with someone like me. And then, of course, just um, the incredible impact that she's had throughout her career on the dance world. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the public media world. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on your book. Thank you, Misty Copeland, for joining us. And um, you can, yes, the wind at my back, resilience, grace, and other gifts from my mentor, Raven Wilkinson. Thank you so much. Right here on WLIWFM, Long Island's only NPR station.